0: In the Casa. Uh, Oklahoma, where the winds come. Hey, Sweeping down the plane, twists blow away your kingdom. Hey, Noise from the sooner stay, feel it in your eardrum. Way past the beginning, and we are nowhere near done. Uh, <laughs> My goodness, I'm nice with it. You can snap back, hold your hat, this I am fitted. Getting filled up off your hate, as if I need it. While it takes on eating lighter, people say I did it. Uh, you didn't know uh, when I hit the road, dog cities hit me spitting flows. Hey. Meanwhile, on tracks, I'm really not your typical hey. spiritual, lyrical, miracle, you imbecile. Oh. Going harder than a tombstone. Bow. Here lies in a method that never saw his doom, though. Uh. Joints instrumentally man only fire, but IQ, yo. Hey. Rocking like a Lucifer track, but well, what do you Come know? Forward and I can't go back. Welcome all, this is the Outsiders Green Country Soccer Podcast. My name is Mario, and I'm, today I'm with David and also Josh. How you guys doing today?
1: Hey, buddy, how you doing?
0: Oh, man. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's been a week. We haven't recorded. We've been busy. I know, David, you've been um, taking a vacation with your family. Where did you guys go?
1: Oh, we went down to Gulf Shores, Alabama.
0: Nice. Birmingham
1: Legion country.
0: Oh man, did he get to watch any of their matches?
1: No, I had a, I had better stuff to do.
0: <laughs>
1: Whoa,
0: Oh I thought we were keeping the hot takes for the ending, man. Coming out with that fight, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know they they did have good result for him though. You know our, our our man Marlon got a key goal in their game, so good for them.
0: This is where I need to insert, baby, come back. <laughs> but <laughs> well, what about you, you Josh? Busy
2: as well busy with a lot of things
1: there's been quite the action since we last recorded josh do you want to go ahead and uh do a victory chant or anything
2: um no not really just i'm still in disbelief that that even happened for anybody who doesn't know what i'm talking about I'm talking about man city winning the prim on the final day in dramatic fashion 3-2 against aston villa man what a game did anybody
0: any of y'all get to watch that Man, stuff to do. i think i was oh, washing okay. my hair that day
2: no david was watching man united get beat by crystal palace that's what he was doing
1: no nah, i was actually uh i don't know shopping dry probably driving i don't know
2: hey anything's better than watching man united
0: whoa <laughs> god
1: you know i saw this this sweet meme on facebook or on twitter is comparing uh Man City's awesome victory parade to uh, Inter Milan's and yeah. Josh, I think he's got like got like fifteen fans, so and then you're one of them. So did you see uh Liverpool's parade today? Hey, 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 let's 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 <laughs> slow it down a little bit. Let's let's talk we're still in the Premier League boat, not Champions League. So the other big Premier yeah. League news was uh Mariano Chelsea got a new owner.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, The Premier League finally, I think it was on, what was it, Wednesday they finally announced? I think it was. And yeah, so we got a new owner now. Um, Goodbye to Roman. He um, made a statement for the club and all the fans, and that was very heartfelt. And I don't know, man. I've been supporting this team since 1995.
1: Welcome to the American Ownership Group. Josh was talking a little something. About a but, uh, Liverpool um, victory parade?
2: What was that, Josh? Uh, Liverpool, I think it was their FA Cup and Carabao Cup.
1: I thought you were talking about their uh, Champions League victory parade.
2: You mean their losing championship? <laughs> yeah. Pra. You
1: know, Real Madrid won Champions League on Sunday or Saturday. So, Mariano, I know this affects Chelsea. Um, how, how happy were you that Real Madrid won the Champions League?
0: Uh, not to be honest, I, the season was over once Chelsea was done, but (laughs) glad to know that Chelsea's going to be winning some money. Thanks to Hazard, um, on the contract that says if Hazard won any trophies with Real Madrid, if he was playing or not, Chelsea gets a percentage of, um, some money coming back to them. So that's, that's great. I love that fact.
1: That, that, That was some nice fine print that they snuck in there probably. Well, I I got a little game for you guys to play today. Are you are you ready? Oh yeah. Okay. So, Josh, you ready? Yep. Okay. So I'm calling this game start, sit, or relegate. So, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name three former FC Tulsa players or Tulsa FC players. You tell me if you'd start them, sit them, or kick them off the team. Are you ready? Yeah. Hot take already.
0: All right. So, God, we starting with fire. This. Beginning oh, yeah. of this episode. It's gonna be a yeah, good so episode.
1: It is. So uh the first position is gonna be a goalkeeper, and your three choices are Alex Mangles, Zach Lubin, or Mason Stadahar.
0: Go ahead, Josh.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna relegate uh, Mangles because I don't remember much from him. I'm gonna start Zach Lubin. And uh who was the other one?
1: Mason Stadahar.
2: Mason, I'll, I'll start him uh, I'll bench.
1: Okay. um, if, I don't know if you remember, wasn't Mangles the original Jinja Ninja?
0: Yep. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Mariano, you didn't answer the keeper question.
0: <laughs> I was like, yes, go ahead. Go, keep, go, 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 go. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> so what was my three options? And um, what, uh, man, what do I need to uh, categorize them?
1: Mangles, Lubin, and Stadahar. Who would you start? Who would you put on the bench? And who would you uh kick off the team?
0: All right. Start would have to be Zach Lubin. Put on the bench, uh, Mangles, and kick out the team would be Stodromon.
1: Defensive option number one, Adriana, Adriano Juicino, Kevin Garcia, or Vangel Zagoro?
2: Um, I'm going to start Vangel, and then I'll put on the bench Kevin Garcia, and then the other one, I'll kick him off the team.
0: You're crazy. Well, I'm starting Justino. Um, put on the bench. Oh, God, this is going to be the hard one. But I'm going to go ahead and say Garcia. And then um, the third one, I'm just kicking out of the team.
1: Yep. He was, just, he was just so scary looking, you know. Yeah. All right. Defensive option number two, Joshua Morton, Paris G, or Solomon
2: Kwame? I'm going to start Paris i going to bench Quambe and then get rid of more.
0: Uh, I have to agree.
1: Midfield option number one, Chad Bond, Michael Gamble, or Jeff Adai?
0: Oh, well, I'll go first. No, you go first. What was the first two again? I'm sorry. Not Gamble, but what was the other two? Uh,
1: Chad Bond, Jeff Adai, or Michael Gamble?
0: Okay. Easy. Uh, start Chad Bond, um, bench – Gamble and kick out the third one.
2: I I got agree you. with Mario. I agree with Mario.
1: All righty. Midfield option number two. This is going to be a good one right here. Christian Altamirano, E.T. Tavares, or Fabian Bastidas.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Josh, you better go because I got to think about this it. This one's easy. How is that this easy? This one's so easy. Go ahead.
2: I'm going to start Christian, and then I'm going to bench – Fabian, and then get rid
0: of the other one.
2: Oh, tomorrow. No, I'm going to start Christian. Okay. Get rid of Eti. Eti? Eti, however you pronounce his name. And then I'll uh, bench uh, Bastia.
0: Well, all three of these guys are kind of one of my favorites, but I have to start Eti, automatic, and then the midfield, God, I'm, I'm plex, Um, I can't even. It's like picking between your favorite second players. <laughs> um, I have to give Altimarano the bench and Fabian. Uh, see you later, man.
1: Man, you sound sad on that one.
0: It is, man. They're all three of these are like, well, guys, man, those great guys for our team.
1: All right. You ready for the forward option?
0: Go ahead. All
1: right. First one's going to be Ian Savita. Seven, Tesson, John Perez, or Akil Barrett?
0: I'll go first if you want. Go ahead. You go first. All right. I would say um, start, Ivan, e- um, Bench, who's uh, the other guys? I'm sorry. I'm blanking.
1: Akil Barrett and John Perez.
0: Okay, yeah. Akil Barrett, Bench. No, no. Ivan uh, starting, Akil Bench, and kick out the third one.
1: No love for your Chelsea man, huh?
0: Hey, you know, one season, partial season, doesn't really count.
2: Um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Mario. I don't remember Perez. If I'm being honest with you.
1: All right, so there. The last category is going to be local flavor. All right, so your choices are Christian Mata, DJ Dean,
2: or Matt Rogers. Go ahead, Mario. You can go first, though. I, I, <laughs> I think I got to think about this one. But I gotta think about this one. I know I said it was easy. This yeah, is actually super
0: easy. It is. What was the third option? I know it's Matt Rogers, um, Christian Mata, and who's DJ the third? Dean. DJ Dean. All right. So DJ Dean to start, Christian Mata the bench, and Matt Rogers. Goodbye.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna go with. It was pretty easy. I just forgot the names. Didn't want to ask for them again.
1: Right. Well, that that, that was what, about, that what game? about you, David? Right? Oh. Do you owe me that? You me to do this? Okay. So, yeah. goalkeeper, I'd, I'd start Lubin, keep Stadahar, and uh, see you later, Alex Mangles. Uh, defensive option number one, I would start Kevin Garcia, bench Juicino. and uh, Zagoro could go. Defensive option number two would be Paris G starting, Josh Morton on the bench, and Kwambe, I'd uh, say see you later. Um, midfield number one would be start Chad Bond. Michael Gamble would be my bench player. Then Jeffrey Adai, I'd tell him to see you later. Next, midfield number 2 uh, be Altamorano, then Tavares, then Bastidas. And at forward, it'd be Ian, Barrett, and Perez. Then for my local flavor, it'd be Mata, Dean, then Rogers.
0: All right. David, do you want to go to the next subject?
1: You, the U.S. Open Cup, the latest round just um, ended. And there were two teams from the USL that are advancing to—is it the round of 16, Mariana?
0: Uh, no, this is this last week was the round of 16.
1: So it'd be the quarterfinals.
0: Quarterfinals, correct.
1: Yeah. So um, the Sacramento Republic are advancing, and from USL League One, Union Omaha is advancing. I heard uh, I was watching the uh, uh, the FC Tulsa broadcast on ESPN Plus, and um, Devin Kern was talking who he thought would be the team that could advance the farthest. And he's actually saying Union Omaha has got got the easiest route to uh, advance to the semifinals. What do you think about that?
0: And sporting Kansas City, I know they've been having some rocky matches lately, but I don't know, man. I don't think that would be the easiest one. But then again, Sacramento is going to be playing LA Galaxy. That kind of put a whooping on your Austin FC tonight. They
1: did, Um, didn't they?
0: Four to one. I didn't want to mention it, but four to one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh man, it's gonna be hard, man. I don't know if Sporting Kansas City is gonna be playing their academy players or they'll have their first first team squad on there. But I'm actually no. excited about this round. It's gonna be another New York Derby, so that's gonna be interesting to see. And then I don't know, man. Uh, I see Sporting Kansas City winning it all the way again.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is getting to the point of the cup where teams start actually playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I don't really see uh, Sporting Kansas City playing their Swope Park Rangers.
0: R.I.P. R.I.P.
2: <laughs> Josh, what do you think? I, th- I think you Normal know Hall is going to beat Sporting Kansas City, but I think the semifinals is as far as they get and then I don't think Sacramento really stand a chance against LA the Galaxy unfortunately it actually in my opinion that LA the Galaxy game I depends on where it's being played if it's being played in Sacramento I think they stand a better chance but if it's at LA Galaxy I don't think they stand much of a chance
1: are you ready to get into some USL talk Mariano oh yes all right, so week twelve is in the books. Um, the first first score of the week was on Tuesday. It was a makeup game from the previous Saturday, as New Mexico United beat Phoenix Rising seven to nothing. Josh, do you think there should be a big old asterisk on that score?
2: Yes, yes, yes. There should be.
1: So there should if, be. If you if you get if you guys don't know, um, Phoenix Rising had to bring up six academy players for this match. And I think they started five of the six. So they were basically playing teenagers. I think all of them got to play. So they, they were pretty much playing. A, is the, the, let's just go ahead and say, it was the Phoenix Rising Academy versus the New Mexico United. And, Mariano, this is supposed to be a big rivalry game between the two. And, you know, New Mexico has not ever had great success against Phoenix Rising. But do, would you – would you put this as a W in their book, or would you be ashamed to have this win?
0: Oh, man, you always are super up for a victory and also a demolishing as well. But, um, man, I forget the name of the stadium that they played at. I think it was the University of New Mexico. Yeah. But I think they need to play all their games there because they played phenomenal, man. <laughs> um, God, uh, Portillo, he... Yep, He's gonna rack up the goal scoring if he keeps on doing all his um, penalty kicks. But man, I tell I just, you what, Justin Portillo, we gotta put an eye on him. Man, he is <laughs> on a foot mob. He was rated nine point four. But man, I think he could have like scored four more goals if he could have. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I was just waiting, waiting to see ten to nothing. I was just waiting for it.
0: I was watching it, and I think I was posting. I was like, man, Phoenix Rising. This game beat two to zero and then uh, I forgot what I did and then I went back to the TV to turn it on and I was like oh my god now they're winning 40 by halftime it was it was a crazy game
2: if Phoenix yeah. didn't play that game they were gonna get fined hundred 100k something like that that's what I was told so they were kind of forced into playing that I, I think it was so unfair Phoenix. Oh, I don't know what you'd rather take, the 7 nothing loss 20 your biggest rivals or the 100k. Fine. I would take the 100k fine personally. And if
1: you guys don't know, New Mexico plays in a baseball park just like us and this was the only date I guess they could get and they couldn't even get it in their own stadium, so
0: But um there's a familiar name that we all know got on the score list as an assist. Um, Jerome Kisswater had an assist in the 78th minute to Christian Nava so that's that's pretty good for him
1: yeah good for him <laughs> all right <laughs> i
0: forgot he existed
1: yeah. so uh friday night had three looks like three matchups um as red bulls two lost to birmingham 2 to 1 and like i said earlier marlone had the game winner for birmingham so great to see marlone doing good down there and kind of a shocking game. Atlanta two and Orange County drew zero to zero. Then Las Vegas lost to El Paso one to nothing. Mariano, um, did you get the chance to see any of that Las Vegas game?
0: No, I, I did not, man. Last so, week was a blur for me.
1: So I, I tuned in today and put it on and watch it because I knew what was going to be at halftime. Their halftime show was or the whole the whole promotion for the night was um Dollar Juice Night. It was Juice Night, and
0: <laughs> what that, kind of juice? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it gets better. So, at halftime, they brought Jose Canseco out onto the field, and he hit autographed softballs
0: into oh my the stands.
1: God. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was hilarious because Jose did not look like he was in good shape, and he like he just, he was like, "Man, I'm just cashing a check. I'm just cashing a check." <laughs>
0: Him, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire <laughs> were out there, just him. <laughs> oh man.
1: But yeah, they they sold dollar juice boxes and they called it juice night.
0: Wow. <laughs> Please tell me he like he didn't know nothing about that.
1: Oh, he knew he had, he had a Las Vegas lights jersey on it. I think he was in on it all the way. And like I said, he just didn't look happy and he didn't look healthy. He was just like, I'm I'm cashing my check. <laughs> Cash my check.
0: That's awesome.
1: All right. Well, let's move on to Saturday's games. Um Louisville City and FC Tulsa played. Louisville City won that one four We'll talk about that later. New Mexico played Indy and they won that one two to one. Um good win for New Mexico, Josh.
2: Yeah, I'd say so. They're finally uh seems like they're finally racking up the points. Which is good for them, I guess. I mean, yeah. I think glad um, to see glad to see them doing good for their spoil. Supported. Yeah.
1: Um Asante had an assist for Indy. Um the next matchup was Hartford losing to Phoenix two to one. Well, I guess that I guess they had players back, Mariano.
0: Yeah. And I'm kind of glad because that makes um Hartford not jump us on the standings.
1: The next matchup was kind of a crazy matchup as a uh, Loudoun United and Josh Herman's Charleston battery tied one to one. Josh, did you see the ending of that game?
2: I did see the ending of that game. I did indeed. But I think that it should have been a foul on the keeper, for (laughs) keeper-on-keeper violence. But, I mean, it's always nice to see something like that, I guess. But, like I said, it should have been a foul. should have never counted.
1: But good for Charleston. Well, As Josh is saying, uh, Joe Kosminski was the second goalie in the history of the UCL championship to score a goal. As as dying seconds of the game, Charleston um, had a corner kick, and they moved him up forward, and he scored. The next matchup was uh, RGV, Rio Grande Valley, taking on Sandy, San Antonio. San Antonio won that game 3-2. to two. Mariano, good win for San Antonio?
0: Oh, yeah. Keeps them up on top of the standings in the Western Division.
1: The next matchup was Miami FC taking on Pittsburgh. Um, it was a 2-2 draw. Then a big shocker has Monterey Bay. Defeated Colorado Springs, switchbacks 42. Josh, yeah, is Colorado Springs okay?
2: I, I don't I think they are, but I just think Monterey Bass is just catching fire. Because who, who did they beat a few weeks ago? Louisville. Or they beat another Louisville. Yeah, they beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're just catching some kind of fire. Because aren't they're playing at home finally, right?
1: Yep. yep. This was a home matchup. Yep. That was going to be my I next that, uh,
2: that...
1: question to Mariano. It, is Is the home cooking? Hitting for Monterey Bay?
0: I guess so, man. I guess some team plays good at home. But, man, 4-2 to two against Colorado. What's going on with Colorado? All
1: right. Next matchup's going to be, it was Oakland. Roots drawing with Sacramento 1-1. to Then Los Dos and San Diego drew 1-1. to uh, None of the Colorado, California teams seem to play good this week. Josh? Say that again. <laughs> Sorry. None. No, it's all right. None of the... None of the California teams seem to play good this week weekend, Josh. Uh, do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I'd say so. There must be something going on in California. Except for Monterey Bay. Just, hey, Monterey Bay is just built different, I guess. They're, I'm glad yeah. to see they're doing better. Well, guys, do you want to go into some predictions for the first
1: half of next week's games? Oh, yeah. Let's go for it. All right. Let's just uh, do Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday games because we might record later on this week. Um, Wednesday night, there are two games besides the FC Tulsa game. The first game is going to be Atlanta 2 versus Rio Grande Valley. Mariano, what do you got?
0: I have a feeling this is going to be a tie 2-2. Two, two. I really can't. I know in the beginning of the season, I was kind of high on Rio Grande Valley, but they haven't impressed me any for these past couple of weeks. And I've been losing a lot as well. So I'm just going to say a 2-2 two, two draw for both these Two teams. <laughs>
1: and I'm going to go with the 1 1 draw. Josh?
2: i go with the 1 1 draw as
1: well. The next matchup is going to be the Oakland Roots take on Orange County in Oakland.
2: Josh, who you got? I'm going to go. This is my upside of the week. I'm going to go 2 0 Oakland.
0: Wow.
1: Nice. Mariana?
0: I say 1 0 Oakland. Not Oakland. I'm Orange County.
1: I'm going to go with the 1 1 draw in this game as well. Thursday, there is one game. It's gonna be the Red Bulls too taking on San Diego in New Jersey. Mariano, who you got?
0: And um New York Red Bulls too play good at home, but I'm I'm gonna also say this is a one one draw. Right, this is
1: draw city this week.
0: Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> Josh, who you got? One nothing baby Bulls. Nothing. I'm gonna go the opposite. So we're gonna have a winner summon somehow in this one.
2: I'm taking San Diego three to one over Red Bulls too. Don't you think that's way too far? San Diego is traveling really far. You don't still be tired at all? No, they, they
1: got Landon Donovan on the sidelines. All <laughs> yeah, put on be the to Landon. <laughs>
2: He's got to put
1: the jersey on. I'd like to see him do that. All righty. There's one game on Friday. It's Colorado Springs take on Jose Canseco and the Las Vegas Lights. Josh, who you got? Las Vegas Lights, three to two. Yeah. Three to two? Las Vegas. Yep. There you go, Josh. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, a bit of uh, news for Mariano. He'll enjoy this. Danny Trejo is back from injury. He had a little bit of injury, so he's back for them. I'm going to take Colorado Springs in Colorado three to one over Las Vegas.
0: You stole my prediction. I've been rooting for Las Vegas here for the past three weeks They've been nothing. <laughs> They've been disappointing me every single game. I hope that I'm kind of like the curse. So I'm gonna say three-one Colorado Switchbacks, and watch Las Vegas score three goals on them.
1: All right. So the, that's the all the games for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, you want to go into some FC Tulsa talk? Yep. All right. There is a I had three uh bits of information. From from or about the team this weekend. First one was Tyrion Winters. His loan has been recalled from Northern Colorado one. Uh, Josh,
2: are you excited that Tyrion's back? Um, yes, yes, I am. Uh, gives us death. much needed death. And hey, maybe he could bring us bring us something that we just don't have and that extra energy. But I guess we'll see if he plays. I hope he does. Right. I hope he gets a shot. Mariano, do you like this uh, recall?
0: Yeah, you know, he knows our coaching philosophy. Um, He's been with the team before. You know, he's a local Tulsa talent. Um, With this COVID and also injury bug that we've been getting, and uh, the red card, we need some depth. We really, we needed him, and so we got him. So I'm excited to see him play back for FC Tulsa.
1: So, Kieran, while he was with, the Northern Colorado Health storm. He made two appearances for a grand total of 83 minutes. And both those games came in the U S open cup. Well, I, I'm going to go a little bit opposite. I, I'm, I'm glad he's back. I mean, he's a local kid. I want, want him to succeed here in Tulsa, but I'm going to go a little bit against you guys. I would like for seeing us go to get somebody else. There's another player on that Northern Colorado squad. He, his name is Irvin Para. I think he would made a world of difference for us. I'm, when he signed for Northern Colorado, I was like, whoa. That guy should be still playing in the USO Championship. So, I mean, I think if somehow maybe we could got him on loan or bought him instead, I think he would made a, a difference for us. Um, like I said, I hope Kieran succeeds. I hope he comes in and something magical happens. But I like to see proven products, and Urban Par is a proven product. And I think he could have done something really good for us. Uh, the next uh, bit of info was Hartford match was been rescheduled for Wednesday, August 24th. You listen listened to our last podcast. We uh, talked to Eric bird about the Hartford matchup and that game got uh, postponed due to COVID. Um, the other bit of news I had and is uh, FC Tulsa will again sponsor Tulsa tough. Uh, the iconic bike race that happens in Tulsa every summer. Um, the June 4th matchup against the Miami FC will be quote unquote Tulsa tough night. They'll have a uh, many. Uh, Tulsa tough sponsor or. Boost and stuff there to give you info about the bike race and the locations of uh, where all the happenings are for that. And Mariano, Josh, you got anything, any Tulsa news?
0: No, um, but I didn't want to add some more info to that Tulsa tough. If you're not from Tulsa, um, do me a favor, check out Cry Baby Hill Tulsa on YouTube and see all the craziness that happens here in Tulsa. It's something you need to experience. If you're ever down in Tulsa and this time of the year, please do me a favor, go up there, check it out. First, do me a favor, bring yourself plenty of water. Um, Be prepared for a little bit of craziness that we have and a spectacle of... Tulsa tough
1: to go on with Mariano. Um, if you, you know, any of your respected cities, if you're not from Tulsa, listen to this. And you've seen like a marathon or half marathon that goes through your city and you see the communities and the little areas, the little pockets of the, the city, you know, go out there and cheer and yell for the runners as they go by. Think of that, but a little bit crazier. And with bikes going at you about 30 miles per hour, you, you know, it gets a little wild and it's pretty, pretty fun. Josh, have you ever uh, experienced Tulsa Tough?
2: I've never experienced Tulsa Tough. It looks like we need to get a 918 Brigade. We need to get Kevin on the
0: bikes. <laughs> that be something to <laughs> Oh man, I shouldn't have laughed like that. <laughs> I think there's like a
1: uh, sometime in June, there's like some little uh, trike. Races going on and Oh, the too? Boulder
0: dash, the Boulder yes, dash. We, yes, We need to
2: sponsor Kevin for that. Kevin oh, and Todd. Man. Yes. I would pay such good money to see that.
0: There is a 83 United member. That's actually doing that. He's been doing it for like the past two years. Um, that he does a Boulder dash. Also another event. If you've, if you're not from here, do me a favor, check it out. Um, it's an awesome obstacle course on tricycles. Um, I almost wanted to do something like that and dress up like super Mario and just start throwing like fake mushrooms at people. But yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome.
1: All right. Josh, you got any Tulsa news or notes? Do not. Mariano, you got anything else?
0: No, that's it, man.
1: Well, let's go to the Louisville city game. Um, We played Louisville city at one o'clock Saturday. In front of, let's see, um, 9,326 people at Lynn Family Stadium in Louisville. You know, we lost four to one. And we had a goal scored by Brian Brown. Cameron Lancaster had a brace for Louisville City. Um, game started out good. We actually had a one nothing lead until the uh, 45th minute when Johnny Fenwick committed a penalty. Mariano, did you think that was a penalty?
0: Unfortunately, it was. He did not touch the ball at all. He chopped um, inside the box, and Fenwick put his foot on him, and I'm not sure if it was because of the connection of his foot, Fenwick's foot, but I forget his name, but he made a meal of it, and he fell on the floor.
1: I think it was Corbin Bone, was
0: it? Yep, Corbin Bone. That's who it was. Hmm. And um, he made it seem real, man. You know, TV time and also – Rewatching it multiple times this morning, it, it looked like a foul.
1: I'll agree with you. I think it, I think the referee had a call. I think he acted a little bit. I don't think Johnny made a heck of a lot of contact with him. He made some in the box. And I think it had to be called. But Josh, Fenwick was already sitting on a yellow card. Do you think this should have been a second yellow? Did we get
2: lucky? I think we did get right? lucky from what you guys said in the group
0: chat i guess we did get lucky oh and by the way it wasn't corbin bone it was on b
1: man on b yeah
0: yep. he's the one that chopped it in and by chop what i mean is that he put his right foot right behind his left foot with the soccer ball and the left um his right foot kind of got away from him and and what i mean him fenwick he kind of tried to sweep him, and he had connection to his leg on leg, but yeah, it was it was good. It was a good call, I would say.
1: Well, up until that that uh, penalty and stoppage time and goal by Cameron Lancaster, Louisville City had controlled the possession. I think about sixty, a little bit over sixty percent, and then, but shots were even. We we had a few chances there in the first half. They had a few chances. It was – I thought we played pretty decent the first half against Louisville City. But then the second half happened. Um, Cameron Lancaster had another goal in the 53rd minute. Then uh, Bucci Benoit, our, our Bucci Benoit, he had an own goal. Then to top uh, it all off, Wilson Harris had his, I believe, his seventh goal of the season in the stoppage time.
0: And the whole entire game, when I was watching the highlights – Not the highlights, the replay of it this morning. Um, The announcers kept on saying the whole entire time, and this is before the first half, FC Tulsa has a lot of defensive woes. Once you pressure them, they'll be able to score on us. And then as soon as second half came out and I saw a couple missed miscue passes and a lot of, it seemed like they didn't have any chemistry in the defense. They were just kicking it without purpose out of the state, out of the section, but yeah, they just, they picked us apart, man. They knew a weak link in the middle of the defense and they kept attacking them and I'm not going to say names, but um, it was just a bad, a bad game for our defense.
1: Well, Devin Kerr was one of the commentators on the ESPN plus broadcast and they, Him and his, uh, his uh, partner, they were pretty complimentary to FC Tulsa about our offensive prowess. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we got to – let's get a little bit more stats and we'll get into an in- in-depth talk. But uh, Louisville, for the game, controlled about 57% of the possession. Shots and goal, Louisville had eight. We had three. And neither team was that great at, at uh, accuracy of passing. Louisville had 78%. And then we completed about 75%. Um, I think the big thing, Mariano and Josh, was the momentum of this game. After that penalty given up by Fenwick, I mean, we had that one-goal lead, and it seemed like we were playing, playing pretty tough. But that penalty given away, that I think that just – it hurt us. I think if we could have went into halftime with a one-goal lead, I think it, the result might have been different. What do you think, Mariano? Um,
0: I want to be positive. <laughs> And say yeah and agree and be a little bit biased, but man, they they kept attacking, man. They had more possession of the ball. Yep. Um
1: well, actually the in the first... second half we had, second half we had more possession.
0: Oh we, what I was talking about the first down. half in the beginning. Okay, yeah. Um because yep. we were talking about for the first goal and that was what in the 24, 26th minute.
1: minute? Um, let me see. I think it was like thirtieth minute, thirty fourth minute. I think you probably uh, 34th, right. thirty fourth thirty thirty fourth minute. Yeah, Brian Brown scored.
0: Yep. yep, it was an amazing pass as well to that goal. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just I I wish we could, I could have said that we could have just parked the bus, but Blue City man, they have so many offensive talented players on their team, and we I think they would have scored a goal or two more even if that penalty wasn't called, but. And man, speaking about that penalty, man, he almost had that block on there. And yeah. he he jumped on the right side where the ball's being kicked, but Lancaster yeah. doesn't miss from that close, man.
1: That was a I that was a weak penalty taken by Cameron Lancaster. Lewis should have had that. I mean, he guessed right. I think he got a, a little bit of contact with the ball. And it wasn't cleanly struck. I think he should have saved that. Sean's yeah. got a pretty decent re- record for uh, penalty saves. And I think that's one he, I think he wishes he had another chance at because I think he should save that.
0: Before that, but, uh, I think the the announcers said that he had like a, was it five or eight saves out of 15 or 18 or five.
1: So yeah, it's five it was out five. of 18. Yeah. Yep. That's too, that's too many penalties in the first, yeah. first place. <laughs> But the, and that's over the three years here in Tulsa. So, yeah, yeah, I
0: have uh, a lot of penalties. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. Let me let me read you some names here. All right, so this is what Louisville City came up, came at, at us in the second half with. And this, all these players came off their bench Manny Perez, Enoch Musagalusa, Wilson Harris, Napo Matsoso, Wesley Sharpie. And they still have Niall McCabe on the bench, and they didn't get into the game. That's depth right there. Josh, those names proven USO championship talent. That's depth right there.
2: Yes, it is. And that's something we unfortunately don't have, and it's, it's something that we never seem to have. We always have that set of 18 that we just kind of rely on. And when there's injuries, you can always tell. We're putting, there's like more and more academy players. I think we had maybe two academy had, players had, on the bench.
1: We had one. We had Amir Membrillo on the bench. And then Kirian Winters, who we just got back from loan, was on the bench. Okay.
2: So
1: two new people I mean, on the bench. That's and that's really no,
2: never played.
1: I mean, that, that's no offense to, her. I mean, we, we brought Dario off the bench, Ronald Rodriguez off the bench, Matias Silva, and Peter Chewick. G- great players in the home right their Their talent off
2: the bench is just those are amazing. three players that should be starting, especially yeah. Ronald and Peter yeah well, it's crazy uh,
1: Josh, that just kind of took me to my next couple of points, but uh, we had no DeCosta or lebo due to injury, and Adrian Dispay was out for red card suspension, but uh that' a the one or two of the, game suspension it, it was one game one game. Mariano coach did come out with something new. He, he came out with the new, uh, three, four, three formation. Did man. you like that?
0: I did. I did. Um, I actually thought that's what we were going to start off with the year with a three, four, three, but, um, I'm not sure we were playing a three, four, three. I was, I kept looking, man. And I wanted to ask you guys this too. Do you guys see, like, in the first half, Gavi being used any as a winger? Um, i seen him more in the second half doing all those crosses inside the box, but he wasn't being used. Um, Oboyenwe, and I might be which his name, and, but um, he was being used more as a defensive back, like a right back. But, yeah, it felt more like a 4-3-3. Compared to it being an actual 3 4 3 formation. What do you guys think about that?
1: Yeah, I noticed Corrales was getting a lot forward a lot more. Well, no, I take the back. I saw Corrales in the box a lot too. I just, I don't know. If on paper, it was a 3 4 3, but I don't know if it really was.
0: Yeah, that's how I was feeling as well. I think it was getting put back to be like a 5 3 2 or maybe. Uh, four, four, one.
1: But my question for you guys is: We, on paper, it was a three-four-three three, three back line uh, with Borussia and Corrales, is, along with Johnny Fenwick. My my thought was: We have Ronald Rodriguez on the bench, an El Salvadorian international, a pretty skilled player, and he's we're putting Fenwick in over him. Do you think that was the right call?
2: No, that, that right there, that is never the right answer. No real hate towards Fenwick, but there's no way he should be out playing or getting more minutes in, in Salvadorian uh, international. I, I think our back line should always consist of Ronald Rodriguez, Dispey, and uh, Bradley, so I don't. It's never. I don't. That was never the right call. Mariano,
0: no, I have to agree. You know, I feel like Fenwick's playing out of position. He's he's an assistor. He's he's like a central defense, more like a central midfielder. Um, like in the game, he got caught three to four times. Just. Pushing forward, and he got caught that first goal for the penalty. He miscued the ball. He tried to header it, and it just went past him. And then when he ran back, he chopped down Ombe. And then the I think it was the third and fourth goal. He was out of place. He was more like I said before. He was pushed forward in the middle of the box. Once they crossed it in, all they had to do was just simple tapping. I I don't know, man. I I just don't feel like that's his spot. Like Josh said, PA or Ronald Rodriguez need to be in there as somebody, anybody but Fenwick.
1: Well, do you think with this uh three four three that he was he was the starter the the I guess the only center back playing starting. Do you think just because of his size he got to start?
0: I guess so, but Rodriguez is, I think, as tall as him. I'm not sure if he's just out of favor with the coach or whatnot, but, and I know they scored a couple goals on him last game, but it's just, he's not, I feel like he's being played and out of position.
1: Well, one thing I did enjoy seeing was Brian Brown and J.J. Williams playing together.
0: Oh, yes. And,
1: you mentioned a little bit earlier about the uh, Brian Brown goal. Sean Lewis played a deep ball. J.J. got up in the air, won an aerial duel, headed it forward. J.J. got on the end of that and put put it away. There's There's been a lot of good link-up play when they're on the field together that I've seen this year. Um, do you think that's something we should be doing more, J.J. and Brian together out there?
0: Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, this is the second time that they – connected together and had a score they scored a goal um but man i really wish that we could have used more um over the top balls for both players because that um 19 year old kid he's being run out of position man any kind of ball that was past him up top we could have scored a couple more goals on him
1: yeah um i know that uh the Louisville goalkeeper had a (laughs) an amazing save on JJ, one of the JJ Williams shots, he tried to oh, check yes. it over him and he just like Dikembe mutombo that thing he was like, no, no, no <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, what,
0: that's... I wish you could have just went past him I know yeah. JJ could run too but if he would have just passed it instead of trying to be cheeky and just kind of clipped it over him, I think he could have scored a goal
1: Um, Anything else you want to
2: talk about the Louisville game Mariano and Josh? I think one player that you guys aren't have really talking about that in my opinion from what I was able to watch they had a good game I think Kabato, Kimbo had a really good game because when I was not watching and I was just watching it on MOB, I was constantly seeing Kimbo Kabato shot Kimbo Kabato this Kimbo this I think and he was one of the only players who actually had a better rating on FotMab. and I think he, I think he deserves some credit maybe even start more. I
1: think he played a good game. I'll I'll touch on that. Uh, Kibato, what I noticed is he was all over the place. It didn't look like he was playing one (laughs) zone of the field. It just seemed like he was just everywhere. And I, sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes that can be a bad thing, but he, he, he played a good game, I believe. Mariano.
0: No. Yeah. He played pretty good. You know, um, I was kind of watching him and Bird play. Was hoping Bird was going to be more playing forward instead of defensive back, like an essential uh, CDM role that he normally plays. But I was hoping he would be playing a little bit more forward. But I guess Coach had Caballo him playing forward. But yeah, he was doing pretty good. Another player that in the second half that um I know he came in late, but when Suarez came in there. Everybody yeah. kind of put their attention on him.
1: he had a couple of good looks at goal. Yep. All right. Anything else on Louisville?
0: Major. No. Let's let's call that a day on that one.
1: All right. Well, let's go move on to Tampa Bay, and uh, we take on Tampa Bay Wednesday night, June first, seven thirty at One Oak Field. It will be. Um, what's the special occasion for this one? Is it LGBTQ plus night? Just, yeah, Pride, night. Pride, 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 Pride night. night. Pride night. Pride night. Yeah, we lost. I believe three to one Tampa to Tampa Bay earlier at Tampa Bay.
2: What are your thoughts going into this game, Josh? Just, just don't, don't, don't get killed at home. We've really so at this point we we can't afford it. We're not. People are going to start losing even more faith, I mean, we're we're just we're not going to have a good crowd if we get end up getting smacked at home. But I think what we need. We need to be behind them still. I know I said I might not show up to the game, but that doesn't matter. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be supporting them. We all just need to get behind the team in the desperate time like what we are in, to show them that we still love them and care. We need some kind of a result here. That's the big thing. We need a result.
1: Before I ask you, Mariano, um, in- the Tampa Bay Rowdies game Wednesday night would be pride day with FC Tulsa $2 for every ticket sold of the $10 tickets will be donated back to Oklahomans for equality. So that's, that's the organization they're donating to. All right, Mariano, um, Tampa Bay game. What's your expectations?
0: Um, man, kind of like Josh said, we need to win this game. We need to get points. We're ninth place. We're not hovering below we're five points away from being a playoff bound team. Um, one thing that we all forget about, this is the return of Cochran to one Oak field. We need all the supporters to be out there. We need to be loud. We need to express our feelings. You know, some of us has more negative opinions of what's going on than others, but we need to be out there. We need to be supporting this team. We need to show them, you know, Tampa Bay did beat us bad in the first chance this season, but we need to come back. We need to support this team. We need to show the players that we are behind them a hundred percent. No matter when, lose or draw, we're going to be there. We need to, um, how can I say this voice? Our hate for Cochran and um, let him know that he's not welcome here in Tulsa no more. Well,
1: right now, Tampa Bay's sitting in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. They're five, three, and four with um, nineteen points. You know, my thoughts on this is, we're tough to play at home. You know, the only game that we kind of got ran out of uh, on our own field was the Pittsburgh game, but we made that a game. Like they scored four goals, I think, but we scored three. Yep. Guys came back. They fought hard in that game and they made a game of it. We have not played great on the road this year. Actually, we have not played good at all on the road, but we've played great at home. And part of that is the fans. The fans bring here in Tulsa bring a good energy to the stadium every night. And we got to keep that momentum at home. That's where we as fans can make a difference. You know, at games we if we as fans get down, it just affects the team negatively. There are other areas where we can express our feelings if they're negative, but at games, we got to get loud and get get the team going, get behind the team, give them that little extra energy boost to make it where it's a dogfight at Tulsa. There's other areas where if we want to express our feelings about we need this or we need that, the, the, the front office has Zoom meetings with the 83 United, I think, where they invite people to join it and talk and express feelings. That's a great area for that That type of um, expressing your displeasure. But games, we need to get behind the guys. And, you know, they're the guys going out there and playing 90 minutes and giving all their blood, sweat, tears. And if they're any type of competitor, they want to win too. And all these losses, they're starting to, that's starting to eat at them. And you know they're human too. They got emotions. They got feelings. And if they hear that we're booing or anything else from the stands, why would they want to fight for us? We need to get behind the guys. Give them. Try to give them that little bit of extra energy and defend
0: One Oak. That's true. No, we have to. You know, if you have any negativity towards the. What's going on? If you have any, do me a favor. Use all that energy, bottle it up, and chant for the boys, man. Chant for FC Tulsa, and it's time to time to support our team. They mm. need it.
1: Josh, any any other thoughts on Tampa game?
2: No, nope. just like I said, don't 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 get smacked at home. This is not what we need. Mariano,
0: any other thoughts? No. Nope. I think we expressed our feelings.
1: Well, let's go to some local news. Um, uh, Tulsa Athletic, they are 5-1 and one o this year. Five wins, one draw, no losses. they are got 60 points in their first in the Heartland Conference in the NPSLs. So good for them. Congratulations. Um, the last two games, they defeated Oklahoma City eighteen eighty-nine zero to 3 on May 25th. Then tonight, they defeated Club Atletico St. Louis 5-1. to So, congratulations to Tulsa Athletic. Their uh, next match is June 4th at 7 p.m. at the Athletic Community Field at Hicks Park. The other Oklahoma NPSL team, Rain FK, they're having a little bit of struggles this season. They, they haven't won a game. They got one draw and five losses for one point. Um, what I have noticed, they, they're, um, they're starting to get stuff clicking up there in Bartlesville. Um, Their last couple matches have been pretty good, um, heavily contested matches. They actually went to Springfield and drew with Joplin, NPSL. And that's the team that has gave uh, the only blemish to the Tulsa Athletic um, record this year. So they're coming out swinging their fight, and they're going to start picking up wins pretty soon. Um, Their next matchup will be June 4th 7 p.m. as they take on Club Athletico St. Louis in St. Louis. And their next home matchup is Saturday, June 11th at 7.30 p.m. as they take on the Demise NPSL at Custer Stadium in Bartlesville. And my only last part of uh, local news I was able to dig up is um, Mariano Soler. It's Dream League teams. Both of his teams, they finished their season this year. Mariano, you want to get some uh, talk to your boys and girls?
0: Oh, yeah, man. Um, so this year, me, um, Carlos Duran, and Angela – we both ran the second grade and also the third, fourth, and fifth all in one team. Um, there's two separate teams, the second graders, and then the third, fourth, and fifth in one team. And that was the second team that we coached. Um, the second graders, they were two wins, four losses for the season. And my fifth graders, they went one loss and five wins for the season. So they both, you know, Play pretty good. Um, this past Saturday, they both had a game. Um, my second graders, they tied two to two. And then my, um, the other team, they won a five to one. And that was a good game. You know, it's all about fun and games and for them to learn something, to work with others and for them to learn the sport that I love and the passion of this game. And they had a good time. And to be honest, that's all that matters to me. Uh, yeah, it's a fun thing. Um, this coming up week, they're gonna be having an all star week, kind of little all star um, challenges for the kids, and that's gonna be fun for them. And from both teams, I'm gonna have two players participating in that, so that's gonna be a great time. But yeah, I'm gonna miss it. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad uh, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be over, but it's gonna be a fun time.
1: Kudos to you for working with the children and uh, volunteering your time for that. Um, do you have any other local news, Mariano?
0: No, that's that's all I have for right now.
1: Josh, you got anything local-wise? Local no, I do not. All righty. Well, uh, before we go to hot takes, you got any last uh, thoughts or anything you want to discuss, Josh?
2: No. I'll save... Uh... I'll save my really, really, really hot takes after the tempo game.
1: Okay, Mariano, you got any anything else?
0: Let's go start those hot takes, man.
1: We're going to switch this up a little bit, uh, Mariano. You can ask your hot take first if you want to.
0: I'll let Josh. Let's go give the platform to Josh.
2: Okay, that sounds good. All right. Um. Okay, so this is going to go to the both of you. FC Tulsa has no salary cap, but they can only get one player in the entire world from any league they want. What player is that and why? Go David ahead, they, can you go been, first.
1: Been, oh man, you're gonna,
0: if you say well, McGuire, I'm ending this right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, oh man. This is a toughy, good one, good question, Josh. Good question.
0: I was expecting because, worse, to be honest.
1: Because I think it had to, for me, it would have to be either a midfielder or a defenseman. Because I, I for the USL, I think our offense is, we, we got a lot of offensive capabilities. So I'm thinking I'm going to have to go defense.
0: Do you, need Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go,
1: yeah go, go, go ahead, Mariano.
0: Oh, man, this is easy for me. I would have to pick a midfielder. And that midfielder is called Angolo Conte. If you play a 3 4 3 system, you need a good CDM, an actual defender that can actually run up the ball. Angolo Conte is my number one choice. Have him, we can win multiple trophies.
2: I can answer Man. this, David, if you need a little bit longer. Go ahead, Josh. Who, who would you? I think for me, I'd go uh, center back, I'd pick Ruben Diaz. Or if you want me to do another midfielder as well, I'd pick okay. Kai Havertz. All right, I'll I'll go with mine. I, I it was between two two
1: players, and I hate the fact they're who what teams they come from. But uh, it, my my battle is do I want a, a center back or if I want to you can play. just pick I'll let you pick
2: both center.
1: Okay. Well, both. first is gonna be Vir- Virgil Van Dyke.
0: Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. He'll uh, shore up our defense. And the other was Kyle Walker, but
2: yeah. There you go. You're showing your true love for City. No. I'm just
1: Do you, you want
0: to change that? Please change it.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll take a Kyle Walker and I'll go to Trent Alexander Arnold. Why Most is probable.
0: no why Liverpool? Come on, man. Are you switching I, sides?
2: No, I would take Rich sides. James over. Trent, every, every
1: day, all day, every day. No, she would take Harry Maguire. Come on, now.
2: No, I wouldn't. No, I'd ship him off to Tulsa <laughs> Athletic where he belongs.
0: <laughs> Shots wow. fired. God damn, I'd hold him back. All right, David, go ahead.
1: No, you ask yours. You ask no, yours. no,
0: no. I'll leave mine for the end thing, because mine's going to be Uh-oh. really a hot take. Oh, man. Uh oh. Yeah. All
1: right. All right. So this is both of you guys um do you prefer where our supporters group section is now or i'm gonna throw out the year where it was at the bed budweiser terrace or back when it was what was that section 10 is that 102 102
0: 101 and 102
1: do you prefer it 102 or 115
0: which one's closer that's i think they're about the same uh I'd, i'd go 115 I have to go 115 as well. It's right behind the goal. It's centralized a little bit, but it's perfect right behind the goal, right next to the goalie. And that's what I'd rather be at. And
1: I'm, I like it 115, but it just felt like the players came and celebrated more when we was over at 102. You know? Well, they don't the have well, a yeah. sort of goal.
2: They didn't have the barriers back then. Now they got those like barriers.
1: They got to jump over. Oh, we oh, we we, we saw that that that's that's doable when Daryl's <laughs> uh, Daryl's uh son got little up. brother little brother got ran over, so it's they can
0: mini they can... me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I bet you that kid's not shown up to a game ever since.
0: I bet he has. I bet he has. Was it? It
2: was. Was it
0: Marlon?
2: Marlon? It was Matt Marlon?
0: Sheldon
1: that jumped over it. Yeah, it was Matt Sheldon. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Man. He didn't clear that board. Apologize.
0: <laughs> Ruined little kids' lives since 2019.
2: It's like he needs to go on YouTube and.
0: Do a somehow. tutorial.
2: Looks like he needs to go on YouTube and do a tutorial on how to jump over boards.
0: Yeah. Well, you boys ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit spicy take. Um, and I'm sorry, man, but I have to. So right now, guys, we're on a nine-game away losing streak, two-game losing streak right now for the regular season. Um, So I got to know how much more lenient do we have to give before we have to start changing things out? And you know what I'm talking about and why, David, I want to hear you first. Well,
1: I kind of made my opinion. public. Yeah,
0: I want you to make it. Episode official now.
1: Okay. Well, so I think it's pretty close to being a time for a change. Do
0: you have and a time nothing... frame? Or if you get into it, I'm so sorry, man.
1: No. Um, and this, like, I respect coaches a lot as a man. And, you know, he was very courteous to us when he came on. And I'm very appreciative of what he's done for the team. He's led us to back to back playoff appearances back-to-back wrenches and, quite frankly, the most productive time that FC Tulsa, Tulsa Roughnecks has had in its history. The current incarnation of Tulsa Roughnecks slash the FC Tulsa. So I'm very appreciative of what he's done for the organization and what he's meant to the team. I, I'm not seeing the progress I want. The team, I, I, I want to see us take that next step where, yeah, we make the playoffs, but we're we're a threat in the playoffs. And I fully have confidence in the players we have. I think we've got a great group of players. And I just don't know if they're meshing well. Sometimes that, that's all it is, is not meshing well. So when Coach originally took over the team, he took over on June 25th of, I want to say, 2019, was it? Yep. So it's coming around that time. I think he's, if we can get some, results this week i think he'll continue for a while if we don't get any results i'm talking at least a draw i mean we only had a draw this year it's either either we win or we we're losing i think he doesn't have a long leash i mean i'm not the crafts i don't know we're i'm not in those meetings not even close to those meetings i'm not even snipping those meetings so i don't know what they're thinking at all but me as a fan if i was running or if I did have access or even a say in those. I feel the fan base is hurting right now and we're not liking what we're seeing. So I don't think he's got a long leash right now. It kind of hurts to say that because I have seen us be successful and make playoffs and win wrenches and celebrate. So it hurts to say that I don't think he's got a long leash and, maybe we should start looking for someone else because uh, I do
2: respect what he's done here. Josh. let uh, just go off what David said. I've been, I was an, I'll, I was an insane supporter day one, since he was first appointed. I'll continue to thank him for everything he's done. I mean, he's got us up to this point, back-to-back playoffs, back-to-back wrenches, back-to-back winning seasons. Before he ever came, that was unheard of. but I, I just think there's no reason we should have this much talent that we do have that we have and we, should, we shouldn't be losing the games. The way that we're losing 4 one, 5 one, we should be a top five team. If you put our team against another team just on paper, not in a game. You would think we would win, be a top five team, but no, we're we're a bottom half team, fighting for probably the last spot in the playoffs, and I just you know, I, like I said, I I thank him for everything he's done up to this point, but I just think it's time for a change, and uh, for his how long he has left, I think a week. I think after this game, if things don't go right. I think he'll unfortunately be gone. Uh, if we lose this week, I don't think he survives to with Miami game. Okay.
0: Well, I want to give you guys a little. I normally don't do this, and I don't really care for quotes too much, but there's another one that I was thinking about, and I'll read you this one. This one's by Tara J. Frank. Great leaders know when to step aside. I take that to heart, man. Um, like when we interviewed him the first time, um, we I told him we oh, got his back. We're gonna support him, still support him. The man is a great dad. The man is a great individual, great leader. Um, but he needs to step aside. This league is just every year it gets it gets better and better and better. And um, I don't want him to. Leave the club. I don't want him to um, have any negative uh, thoughts of us as supporters, as fans, but we need to get a change. We've been doing the same thing for the past three years, formation wise, Um, player wise. We are, I'm glad, you know, being Oklahoma City is great, you know, but this town, this city of Tulsa, we get up for it for winning championship teams. Um, we did in 1983. Um, we do for, you know, when TU gets high in a championship match, we need a change. It's, it was great. We appreciate it. We're not trying to be ungrateful or we're, we're not ascending. We're descending. And that's just no longer acceptable by us fans, by the ownership. You know, it's great that we're doing so much community service stuff like myself and others. And, you know, but we need to show this league that Tulsa is not a whooping stick. We are the whoopers, not the whooping sticks. But that's my, my opinion on it. I'm not sure if you guys agree with it or not, but that's my two cents in it. Um, And I'm going to re-say this again. Please come out, show out, and um, come support the boys. FC Tulsa, they play at 730 against Tampa Bay at One Oak. Um, Come out and support. Do me a favor. Um, Just if you want to lose your voice screaming, you have a lot of negative thoughts in your mind, Use it on chance. Come and chant with us. Come come out and support this team. They need you. I know these guys are struggling with these losses and everything like that, but this is the time they need you. Um, do you guys have anything else to say?
2: No, Paul. Like what you said, come out, support, be loud, be proud.
0: David, do you got anything else to say? Do me a favor. If you like this podcast, this episode, share it, like it, um, tell your friends about it. Um, If you have any questions, uh, please do me a favor, send it to us on Facebook, Twitter, just comment to us. You know, if you're gonna come out to the game tomorrow, do me a favor, come out. Shadow Wolf, I promise. um, We'll read one of your questions out here shortly. We just wanna be um, kinda, this past week's been kinda crazy. David said he was on vacation. Josh was busy finishing school, and I was coaching and plus working a lot. And I promise we will have you on the podcast soon. Well, guys, I hope you guys have a good night. I hope you guys tomorrow um, have a good Memorial Day. Thank you for all the servicemen. Other than that, guys, vamos Tulsa. Almost to toast, and almost kick it on or the pot you piss I'm from my high to
2: hell of poverty where cops are killing. The youth to lock in prison, gotta get from Ran is living, I hold my own And I don't even got a crone I caught the block mama oldest acting like he grown
1: Now peep the logic got a heap of problems, yeah. a mathematician. You see, I got to keep it honest, yeah. a past offensive. Oh. From my childhood, a force you to forfeit. Turn, snitch, a crossover, source work for corporate. The hardship is not marked for fake artists barking. The art seek astrologist, a star to your rocket ship. Oh. Soon as I change, style's the moment that y'all pocket
0: it. And prophets, eyes prophesize, giant side dollar clips for blessings. There ain't no way to contest it for us outsiders charging 20 G's a session.
2: Forward and I can't go back. Lessons that I went through, put some questions on my mentor, forward and I can't go back. The stress that I've been through, I left that in the rear view, forward
0: and I can't go back. Lessons that I went through, put some questions on my mental forward and I can't go back. The stress that I've been through, <coughs> I left that in the rear view. <laughs> yeah, uh outside is in the